Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Whispering. I know. Is anybody, does anyone hear it? I don't know, but um, I feel like Brody is drunk himself. <laughs> Wake up, Brody. He don't want. Oh, look. You can see us talking now. Oh, so you must not have heard us earlier. Uh, sometimes it won't register, but I'll still hear it. We'll see. Whisper, um, whisper. So, anything fun been going on in your life? Um. I mean, can I say things on the podcast? It's up to you. (laughs) About other people? I mean, we can use other people. I mean, it's not like we haven't before. True. I don't know. Do you have any (laughs) stories? I'm trying to think of something that would not be, like, revealing too much about my personal life. Um, stories, stories, stories. I don't know that I have any stories, but I have a really happy thing. What happened? My iPad came in, and I'm so excited. Yay, new iPad. So I broke down, guys, and bought a um, iPad Pro, the big one. It's like 12.9 inches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our mystery ghost voice in the background again. <laughs> We weren't supposed to acknowledge it. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's big. It's like mm. in my brain, I knew it was gonna be big, and then I mm. saw it, and I was like, "It did not oh, disappoint." God, it's big. It did not disappoint. <laughs> Ooh, that's a rarity. Baby. Um. So yeah, I'm super excited to be able to get it all like done up like I want to, and do some cool artwork on it, and segue that into guys. As soon as I can figure out how to get them cut out, we have stickers! Yay! Yes, we have booklet stickers. And I'm super excited, so if you want to receive stickers from us, I need to make sure that you have a, um, that you do a review on iTunes. And if you don't have iTunes, because you don't have an Apple product then you can just go to the itunes website and leave a review there um as far as i know that's the only place that you can actually leave reviews as of right now but they really really help so leave us a review send us a screenshot and we will send you stickers or just you know be really nice and we'll send you stickers and you know let us know that you want some 
and send us your your address. But we really want the reviews, so go and review us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we we got skates, guys. We did get we're skates. We're gonna learn how to skate. And we're gonna be like those two groovy chicks skating down the beach. Hopefully. Or those two bruisy chicks skating down the beach. One of the two. Probably both. You mean like bruisy as in like we fall a, a lot. lot. Get, yes. <laughs> we That'll fall probably down, be me. We fall down and scrape our knees. This but that'll just make us look tough. Cool. I don't know that we could look tough. <laughs> I mean, I could look tough if I wanted to. I think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yes, we got roller skates and I'm really excited. And I found like a roller rink that was going out of business. So the skates were super cheap and they kind of look like bowling shoes with neon orange wheels. But I figured better to practice on those and see if it's something I want to continue well, doing. they're like... Before I spend one hundred and fifty dollars, a vintage on a pair of look. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like they're the real <laughs> deal. They're not like fake vintage. I mean, they're old. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> they're real. <laughs> they are well uh, broken in. They have been well loved. Yes. Yes. But that's gonna be exciting. We might put up little videos and things on our Instagram. That'd be fun. It would be. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to give you guys like a more of a peek into our lives. At least I am. Um, yeah, that's really fun. Oh, we have a new review. We do. We do, and we actually had it last time, and I completely forgot. So I do very much apologize for that. But I want to read it for you guys because it makes me so happy when we have a review. That's so nice. Especially when it's somebody that I don't know. Um, it says, it's like listening to old friends. I'm new to podcasts because I thought I never had time to listen to them. But when I listen to Booklet, it's like I'm talking with old friends about our current favorite books. It's relaxing during those current times. Whoops. During these current times to be able to just unwind. Ha <laughs> Unwine. <laughs> she gets our humor. Unwind with a glass or two and just enjoy a really good and funny book review. So that was Lovely Gamer Girl. Thank you so much. Um, send us your address and we can send you some stickers. I love it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. That, that makes was me so, so happy. sweet. And uh, we've had 12 ratings, so not everybody has reviewed. But we've had 12 ratings, and all of them have been five stars. So thank you guys for lying about how much you like us. <laughs> we are loved. Yay! Yay! Anything else? Oh, do you have a book review to do this time? No. <laughs> I've only been reading, like, what we're going to talk about anyway. Oh. I haven't been reading a whole lot lately, which I'm sad to admit. Okay, well... I have been reading quite a bit. None of what I need to be reading, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so I, I know last time I reviewed A Court of Thorn and Roses, which was really good. Um, I did finish her second book, um, A Court of Mist and Fury, and Oh my gosh, even better than the first one. I laughed, I cried, it has some steamy bits, which I was not expecting, and oh my god. Um, 
so I highly recommend obviously start with the first one go on to the second one I can't wait to read the third one which I can't think of at the moment because it's not right in front of me but that was really good and then I also I've started listening to audiobooks um, and I listen to Fable by a woman and I had her name until I started talking about it because I have several of her books I have lots of them hang on I'm pulling it up stalling for time Adrian Young Fable by Adrian Young and it's about a girl who um, like dives kind of like a pearl diver only instead of pearls she's getting like um, other stones and things from the bottom of the ocean floor and her dad is a pirate and she joins up with a pirate ship and it's just really good and it's got adventure and a little bit of romance and um, a very good story um, she's she is a I can't think I'm sorry I'm drinking and I'm really tired and I can't think of the words but it was a very good story um, she was a, a strong female character in it which I really liked um, apparently that's what I've been drawn to a lot lately but yeah I highly recommend both of those it sounds good it was really good sounds like a great great um, recommendation yeah so yeah go and read those two books um, and I guess that leads us into the book we're doing now and what we're drinking and what we're drinking so we are finally finishing China Rich Girlfriends guys I know it has been a bit a long bit for this story um, it's been a ride it has three episodes but we are almost done hang in there with us we didn't want to try to shove too much into an episode that's why we kind of did a few more but did them shorter let us know if you prefer that way or like all of the information packed into one or two because you know we don't know what we're doing yet <laughs> Or ever. Sad. <laughs> ever. Yet. <laughs> we might not ever know, but that's okay, because you but guys still you know us. That's life. Right? You, you never know what you're doing. You just go with it. Right? One day at a time. We wing Cheers. it. Cheers. <laughs> that one sounded really good. That was cute. Do it again. <laughs> that one sounded really good. Okay. Um, and we are drinking something that I found, and it made me so happy just because of the name of it. It's called Kitty Highball. No, it is a Kitty Highball. So we're going to be talking about Kitty, obviously. That's where the third part of the series starts off with. So I wanted to uh, bring her in. And it's red wine and ginger beer. Or you could use ginger ale if you're not so fond of the, the bite of a ginger beer. Um... It's very good. It kind of tastes like spicy grape juice. So it's it's classy, but not snooty, I feel like. Yeah, and there's literally just two ingredients. There's, there's not much, Yeah, you know. and it, it's, it's kind of simple. Kind of like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Grab a bottle of red wine. Grab some ginger beer or some ginger ale. Mix them together. I did half and half. And Spice join us for juice. the last part of China Rich Girlfriends. Yay! 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 Take it away. Okay.
Hi. Um, where did we leave off? Um, we left off. Um, Rachel convinced Carlton to, like, not enter that race while he was drunk. Yeah. Like, good job, sister. So, if you remember, there was a big party, and the witchy witch dude. Was his name Richie? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Richie. Witchy witch Richie. Witch, um, asked Colette to marry him in front of everybody, and she was like, like uh, no. And Carlton got super pissed, and everything got really awkward, and a fight broke out, and then they decided to, um, they were going to redo the race that they were having when Carlton had his accident way back in the beginning of the book, a month and a half ago. <laughs> and... Uh, Rachel was able to talk him down and get him to agree not to do the race, but in his drunken state, he also kind of let it slip that um, Rachel's kind of ruining his family because his well, mother wants to do with him. Right. It's not, Rachel's yeah, not it's, doing anything. It's not Rachel's fault. It's just the... She's just existing, and Shaywin is just being a bitch about it. And her existence is ruining the family. Apparently. Yeah. So. And now Rachel feels like shit. And Carlton feels like shit. But and now we're going to talk about Kitty. Anyway. <laughs> back to the main star. Right. Miss Kitty. Um, if you remember sometime in the beginning of the book, she had, like, gotten on stage during a gala and, like, embarrassed this guy who was winning an award or whatever. An old man. Yeah, she, like, interrupted his speech to, um, say that she was donating money to his organization or whatever, but it, it, it offended him because it ruined his speech, you know? And, um, anyway, so she's, here she is trying to climb the social ladder here and become popular among all these people with the help of, oh goodness, what's her name? Do you remember? Do you remember who's helping her? Um, no. I, I mean, I remember her, her girl. Did I mention I <laughs> her am? Her girl. I am tired and her little. Now that's gonna bug me. What the heck was her name? I don't remember. She has like a mentor. Again, look, I'm trying. It's late, guys. <laughs> Okay, so, all right, wake up. Wake the fuck up, Paige. Wake up! I am the one sitting up. Wake the fuck up! I'm sick of this. Okay, come on. So, this is what happens. If you all heard the bed bed squeak, that's because Holly just sat up. I'm, no, I'm tired of this. Let's let's go. (laughs) Let's fucking go, okay? We'll tell the damn story. We're just fucking dragging ass. Okay, all right, here we go. So, this bitch, Kitty, right? She's like, she's like trying to save face here, and she's like, you know what? What Karina was like, you gotta apologize to the wife of that man that you embarrassed, yes. humiliated. Right. So she like makes up this sob story for her. Like, I don't even remember what it was. But I don't like, either. But if you remember, Kitty was an actress, so she like brought on the tears. And there was probably right. snot. And it, was it was something wonderful. about like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to embarrass your husband. I was really caught up in the moment because this organization means a lot to me. 
and she brought up something about her past that right and just being like i'm so sorry and it was never my intention will you ever forgive me and it ended up going over really well and the lady was like okay girl i get it okay okay i see you sister i see you slow clap kitty. i don't know if you can hear that (laughs) we didn't want to spill the wine i was that wasn't. <laughs> that sounded like something else. <laughs> oh, sh- okay, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but people want to know why they never see Bernard, her husband, and she just tells people that he's very, very sick, and you just can't go out in public right now. And then Karina's like, okay, but what's, what is up with your husband? Like, for real, what is, what is up? Let girl dish. And she says, okay, I can't just tell you, I gotta show you. Let's go to, what was it, um, where was he living? In California somewhere. Yeah, in California. So then. Not in Asia. No. Where Kitty is. No. No. No, he's in, he's in California. And she's like, I'll show you, she's like, oh, he's sick, all right. (laughs) But, Stick at the head. Right. But we'll get to that <laughs> later. We'll get to that later. Because, of course, it cuts. Of it's course. like, just kidding. We're not talking about that no more. Now we're talking about Michael, who, if you remember, has turned into a giant dick. Yes. He's an asshole. He is, like, drunk on power and money right now. Which. He was always an asshole. But now he's say, a major asshole because he has money. I'm not really judging Astrid because... I mean, I love her. She is queen. However, you know that he was caught up on the money situation when he was broke. It's just kind of, girls, remember, if a man cares that much about money. Money, honey. He does not care about you. Not nearly as much. The money will always come first. And it will change him whether he has it or doesn't have it. <laughs> have you ever okay. seen? Have you ever watched Gilligan's Island? I have watched Gilligan's Island. <laughs> so there's this episode, Mr. and Mrs. Howell, the uh-huh. rich older people. Uh huh. There's this episode. Oh my god, I fucking love that show. So there's this. So there's this episode with Mr. Howell, like, like Mrs. Howell is trying to figure out if Mr. Howell is really him or or not or something, mm-hmm. and they're asking him questions, and they were like. Now, Mr. Howe, if you had to choose between your wife and your money, who would you choose? And Mr. Howe, without hesitation, is like, my money, of course. <laughs> and then, and then Miss Le- Mrs. Howell goes, oh, Thurston, it is you. <laughs> yeah, amazing. yeah, that's about right. I love that show so much. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, Bernard, right? Um, We're at Michael. Wait. <laughs> Michael, yeah, sorry. The other asshole. The other asshole. <laughs> Michael, um, he put himself and Cassan, their son, in a magazine, which if you remember how Astrid and her family are. Very private people. They don't like publicity at all. So nope. Astrid, and Astrid doesn't even know about it until she's like, she's out like shopping or whatever, and she happens to see a magazine with her husband's face on it. And her son. Yes. And she's like, what the fuck? And she's furious. <laughs> and she knows that her father will be too. Um, and they have a big fight about it. And she's like, oh, you need to go apologize to my father. And I don't know. And he's like, no, you know, 
your father never respected me. He'll never respect me. I I'm the care. man of this house. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I can do what I want. Anyway. I can do what I want to. Um, never mind. Sorry. Don't mind. So they have a big fight. They're obviously not doing too well. Um, Colette's parents uh, confront her about the whole Richie situation. And they were like, um, you were supposed to say yes to marry Richie. And she's like, no, um, I want Carlton. And they're like, um, well, too bad because Richie's a better match and he has more money. I'll say, and, and by better match, they mean he has more money. Right. And they're like, we want what's best for you or whatever. Like, you have to. And she's like, I can do what I want, mom and dad. Like, I don't need you or your money. I don't care. And then so they're like, all right, bitch. And they like cut off, cut her off. Right? So. See, that's the good thing about coming from families with no money. There's <laughs> nothing for them to take away. <laughs> you can hate my life if you want to. What you gonna do about it? Right? What you gonna do? Not talk to me? Sorry. Somebody Damn. say something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> where were we? Oh. So, I don't know why they just randomly cut there and then cut right back to Michael and Astrid. Because Astrid's father decides, like, okay, now he needs to talk to Michael. And, like, so he gets him to meet up with him. And he's, like, he flexes on him big time. And he's all, like, um, well, you know, the magazine makes you look pretentious and, like, a huge fucking prick, and I don't like it, so I bought the entire magazine and stopped the printing process and took all those magazines off the shelves so no one will ever fucking see that article. Yeah. And I was like, damn. If you remember, in the very beginning of Crazy Rich Asians, way back in the 80s, the three women, Astrid's mother... Um, Nick's mother and who's the other one? Alistair and Eddie's mother? Yeah. All went into a hotel who said that they didn't have a room available even though one had been reserved all because these people were Asian. And they turned around and bought the fucking hotel. Like, this is what they do. Right. I don't like the way you're treating me, so I'm going to I'm just going to buy, buy you, you out and become your fucking boss. How do right. you like that? Now treat me with That's respect, That's how they bitch. deal with things. So, um, he tells Michael, like, he's basically chastising him the whole time. And he's like, oh, you know, you never even really succeeded because everything has been handed to you anyway. So, you need to get off your high horse and humble yourself a little bit a lot of it and then michael realizes he's like what do you mean everything's been handed to me you know oh you know i work so hard to be where i am and then he it dawns on him he's like wait a second when my company took off it was because somebody invested in my business and then he thinks about it and he becomes furious because he thinks it was astrid's father Right, because one of the, the name of the company reminded him of a place that Astrid's father plays golf, I think. Right, right. So yeah. then he's, like, pissed because, you know, his whole thing is he wants to be, you know, a successful man. on his own. Right, and then, like, he, you know, to think that his father-in-law had something to do with his success just, like, it was just threw him off. punch to the gut. Basically. But, I mean, he kind of had it coming. If he wasn't acting like such an asshole... 
Right? Maybe, maybe nobody would have had it anyway. <laughs> if he would just accept the help when he was smaller instead of being all, I'm a big man, I can do this. Right. Just, just stop it with the ego trip, man. Right? Just like, just stop. Okay, but keep going. We're kind of stalling out again. Okay, so Carlton... We're fussing at him. So, okay, so Carlton, Colette, and Carlton's parents, they're all having dinner. What was happening? Carlton, Colette, and... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. So, yeah, Carlton, Colette, and Carlton's parents are having dinner. Okay. I just said that, but you know. So, it had, We're clarifying. I had to it say, was Carlton, I had to Colette, say, and Carlton's parents. I had to say it again so I, it would make sense in my head for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're all having dinner, and Carlton tries to get Shea Owen to accept Rachel um, because he, obviously he's on Rachel's side 100% now, but you know, Shea Owen's still kind of, she still refuses. She doesn't want anything to do with her. And, um, you know, they kind of have a little fight, I guess, and then they, um, Carlton and Colette leave, and so uh, his parents, um, they're still in the room, and they're starting to discuss possibly cutting off part of Carlton's inheritance because he's so irresponsible with all the racing and everything that he's doing, and um, just as they're having this conversation, Colette's assistant walks back into the room and is like, oh, sorry, I Colette forgot her phone in here. Let me pick it up. And she picks up the, the phone and leaves, which comes back around later. later. Right. Later. Because that's sketch, right? So, um, Rachel, oh man, this, this is fucked up, right? Rachel and, wait, Rachel has a girl spa day with Peeklin. Her friend. Yeah. From her, college. Right. So she's like, oh, I'm gonna go hit, hit her up right quick. And then, they, you know, they right. have a whole spa day and it's like real fancy and wonderful and like like oh super uh, bougie like, like paradise I want to go like amazing I just, I just want to go someplace here like it doesn't have to be that great i just want just a day right yeah okay anyway okay spa day gorgeous spa, spa day amazing super amazing but like rich people style right and so they're having a great time you know and then all of a sudden rachel doesn't feel so well so she's like, you know what, I'm going to go lay down for a little bit. And Peekland doesn't think anything of it at first. She's like, okay, cool. So she goes and she does her own thing for a little bit. And then she, she goes back to the rooms and finds um, Rachel unconscious in a pool of her own puke on the floor. Yeah. Obviously, she had been sick as shit. Like, she was not okay. So... Obviously, Rachel is immediately taken to the hospital. Well, not just any hospital. They take her to the best-known doctor, and, and everybody meets them at that hospital. Yeah. Like, people pulling strings. They get in the very best. The best of the best. Right. To take care of her. Kind of like some house shit. Like, house? Yeah. Like the show? Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. love that show. So, she's, like, in the best hospital with the best doctors, and... She's got organ failure, she's in a coma, and the doctors cannot figure out what's going on. Yeah, no. And if they don't figure it out, she's going to die. Yes. And all of a sudden, a note arrives on a vase of flowers, and I'm going to pull it up in the book rather than try to paraphrase that. Okay, so on the vase of flowers, there's a note, and it says, Rachel, you have been poisoned with a potentially lethal dose of 
Tarquinoid. Tarquinamoid. No. <laughs> Tarquinamid. Is that no, it? No, wait. Tarquinamid. Tarquinamid. Sure. <laughs> it's a poison. Yeah. A poisonous poison. Yeah. Um, your doctors will be able to reverse the side effects once they know this. If you value your life, you will not mention this incident to anyone. Never set foot in China again. This is your last warning. Dun, dun, dun. Bam. Shit. Someone, like, what? So, anyway. Oh, it cuts again. (laughs) This bug has some real dramatic... It's like, it's really ADHD. A little bit. But, Kevin, like... It's, it's genius great writing. When you're writing it. It's genius writing, but for us to talk about it, it makes this sound like we're insane. It does, <laughs> and we already sound like we don't know what the fuck we're doing, so it makes it sound like even more so. But <laughs> we, yeah, read the books, guys. You need to. It's just, it's so good, and you have to say it in this order, otherwise it doesn't make sense. Like right, we tried to like put everything in order by person, and it the just first doesn't time work. It didn't. No, no, because everything happens at a certain time for a reason. You know, right? Like in life. <laughs> you can't just wouldn't call it, it one timeline. Wouldn't it be great if we were able to like bounce back and forth in people's lives? That'd be cool. That would be awesome. Like in first person? Yeah. Yeah. No, third no. person. I don't want to Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like kind of like <laughs> like hovering over yeah. someone's head. Yeah. Like out of body experience watching them like a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds stalkerish. I would accidentally creep on you at the wrong moment and be like, oh, <laughs> whoa, shit. Whoa, whoa. Put that away, young lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd be, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'd be a ghost, so you wouldn't be able to hear me. I don't know. I feel like I would be in tune to your spirit. <laughs> I would hear you. <laughs> and be like, damn it, Paige yes. is watching. You'll, you'll know because you'll hear my hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be like all alone, all quiet, and all of a sudden you hear a hiccup and you're like, oh, Holly's is here. Holly? She's here. Is that you? Speak to me. I miss you. <laughs> <clears throat> so meanwhile. <laughs> Anywho's. Michael, Michael, this asshole, again. <laughs> so he takes his frustration out on Astrid. And like, I don't know, I don't remember what he does. He yells at her, I guess. And so she, it gets, it was bad. So she ends up leaving the house with Kazan and goes to a hotel. And she rants to Charlie about it, of course. Um, but Charlie did not tell her that he is the investor. Right, okay, so when Michael is all pissed off and yelling at her, yeah, he's like, you knew about it, you let your father buy me out, and then you let me think that I did it on my own, and he's calling Astrid a liar, and like all kinds right. of shit, and we all know Astrid's not like that. Well, Astrid has no idea, zero, zip, zilch, no idea no. that Charlie had anything to do with it. She doesn't know anything about the investor at all like she doesn't know anything about any of this right because that's not her area of interest no not at all she's like that's your business and your deal good for you boo. exactly good for you so um 
Yes, but Charlie, like, listens to her rant about it, but he still won't tell her that it's him. Um, so, uh, Rachel, she's wake, so the doctors, you know, they get the note, and they find the antidote, and she wakes up, and she's mending and healing, and she's, like, fine. Yeah. Like, just like that. Yeah. Almost instant turnaround. Yeah, and she's, like, fine. And, um, but friends and, like, uh, you know, people that aren't so close, they're, they're told that it was just, like, a severe case of gallstones. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, gallstones suck. I've been there. I've had that. You're not, like, near death. You feel like it, but you're not. Like, your organs don't fail. I mean, your kidneys and your liver can. Oh, okay. If they get bad enough. Okay. Well, that's just what people are told. So the only people that really know about the note are just, like, the closest of the closest, right? And, um, Colette, I don't know why she chooses this moment to say this, but she announces that she's got a fashion career, so she won't need her parents' money. I don't know why she felt that was the need to say that, but... Well, because everything has to be about Colette. Right. Like, okay, bitch, this isn't about you. Like, Rachel almost died. Like, we don't care. Right? (laughs) So, um, Nick does tell Carlton about what happened he lets him on it in on it and um oh he lets carlton in on it because he's like you don't think richie would have done this do you and carlton's like no richie wouldn't stoop that low but like in his mind he's thinking that he knows who really did it and so he thinks that shaylin did it and he confronts her about it and of course she denies it right but and but it escalates, and it's it's Carlton Sherwin, and what's the dad's name? Dad. Dad, okay. <laughs> Carlton, mom, and dad. <laughs> so he's like, oh, you know, you did it. You, you didn't like Rachel at all this whole time. You're the one who tried to kill her. And she was like, I would never do anything like that. Like, that's ridiculous. And, oh, Gailing, that's his name. And he's All like, I could think of was gaslighting. Gaslighting? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no. No. That's not the same. Different words. <laughs> um, so he's like, what the hell, man? Why would you, you know, expect your mom to do something like that? And, and Carlton just loses it. And he's like, you want to know why I think that, Dad? You want to know why? Because, because wait (laughs) because oh a girl died in that car crash yeah that's right i killed a girl right and and mom covered it up right it was kept a secret to protect you and your political career and nature what and rachel (laughs) and nature (laughs) and rachel knows about that so that's why Shaoin tried to kill Rachel because she knows the truth that I killed somebody. Ooh. Oh no. Right, so that sucks because now Gaelic knows the truth. And but Shaoin still says, no, I did not do that. So, um Astrid's father found out what? <laughs> Guys, it's just the biggest surprise to us. <laughs> Whoa, as if I never... It's like the first time I'm reading this. Wow. Even though it's in my handwriting. (laughs) No, okay. 
So Astrid's father found out who invested in Michael's company, and he tells Astrid that it was yeah the, Charlie. Yeah, it was Charlie. He was like, "Hey, yo, right." It was Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. <laughs> and she, is she? Why am I laughing at that? <laughs> that was not that good of a joke. Because <laughs> we're drunk now. <laughs> okay. So she, it just hits her like like a ton of bricks, and she realizes that he has. Wait, he. Re- she realizes that she has feelings for him. <laughs> so she's like, "Oh wow, he did all she, this." She, Rachel, realizes that Charlie is the one who saved Michael's ass way back when. Right. And realizes that she still has she. Astrid still has feelings for him, Charlie, and no longer has feelings for Michael, her husband. Good job. Sounded a lot better than mine. I was all confused. <laughs> I was like, who's this? She's it's like, somebody loves somebody and doesn't love somebody anymore. Who are we talking about? There's a weird love triangle going on. Okay. So, Kitty, Kitty takes Karina to see Bernard and her daughter. Listen to this shit. Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. I haven't been this tipsy when we recorded in a while. Well, Bernard. you needed it. You needed I it. Did. So this gets this shit gets real. Okay, so Bernard apparently has gone cray cray. So what happened was he what got happened? plastic he got plastic surgery. He wanted to look like Christian Bale. Do you know who Christian Bale is? Uh Batman. Oh, okay. American Psycho. Okay, now I, I know. Okay. I just don't know people. So It's because you don't know movies. No, I don't. So, he wanted to look like Christian Bale. Well, apparently the doctors heard Kristen Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that didn't go over so well. <laughs> no. And he went all the way up to, like, the whole, pro- he went through the whole surgery and everything and came out of it looking like a woman. And it apparently humbled him big time. And, like, he tried to get it fixed, like, with other surgeries and whatnot. And but he still looks a real funky. It, it's not okay. Um, but somewhere along the line, he changed, like, psychologically and decided to stop the surgeries. And, like, he had this whole, like, epiphany of, like, <gasps> you know, money doesn't matter and my looks don't matter. And, like... Nothing matters batters batters nothing's batter <laughs> nothing matters but like being a granola father right so like now he's like worried about spiritual side and like not so much like materialistic things but not like in the normal way no it's like a very unhealthy way yeah and like, he hyper focuses on their daughter Yes. And she has, like, this kid is what? Three? Five? Five or three? That's... Five, I think. She talks. She's little. Do three-year-olds talk? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not very well. <laughs> yeah, but she's a prodigy of all the things. Of all the things. She's a small child. Right. Little child. She's a toddler. And she has, like... Tutors and all of these different she things. She gets, like, regular craniosacral treatments, like, on the daily. Yeah. She does regular yoga sessions, like, 
like she does all the things like she's acupuncture treatment like no like she's constantly doing these therapies like all day every day yeah and she's not allowed to eat anything other than what they grow in their farm like so it's just it's just weird very it's just not it's just weird and kitty is like this is not what i signed up for Right, because Kitty's just not about any of that. Kitty wanted the money and the handsome husband. Right, and now she's got this, and and he won't let her be a part of their daughter's life. No, because she's not smart enough. She's not about the granola, is what it is. Well, that too. But he also, like, puts Kitty down a lot. He does. He's weird, man. He went off the deep end big time. Basically, the only decent guys so far in these books... Are Nick and Charlie. Yeah, honestly. Carlton's, like, working on it. He's getting there. He's just young and doesn't know any better. Well, right. he knows better. But he's, he's getting young. there. He's young. He's getting there. But Nick has gotten better. Yes. And Charlie. Mwah, Charlie. We love Charlie. We do love Charlie. He's precious. Now, do we love Charlie because Astrid loves Charlie? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably, if we're honest. I don't know. If if she didn't love Charlie, would we like Charlie? I think we like Charlie because of how much Charlie loves Astrid. I think that's it, too. Not so much that Astrid loves him, but because he loves her so, yeah. so much. But I think a part of her has always loved him, which is why... Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even they... if Even if she didn't admit it to herself. Yeah. Until recently, she did always love him. So anyway. So anyway. Back to Crunchy Bernard. That yeah. sounds so gross. Crunchy Bernard, ew. Um. Anyway, so so uh, what's what's Kitty's friend's name? Karina. Yeah, I always forget her name. So Karina is like, wow. Now I understand why, like, you like hide him. <laughs> I would keep him hidden too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Kitty's like, I know it sucks. And then she's like, you need to work on a plan to get. No, Kitty says she's working on a plan. To get her daughter away from him. Like, so she can raise him and not... The daughters are hurt. Yes. You see him. <laughs> We're not so, raising Bernard. <laughs> Bernard's a lost cause. We can't raise him anymore. <laughs> he's, he's done fucked up, A.A. Ron. Yeah. <laughs> A.A. Ron. <laughs> Sorry, we both needed a drinky drink. So the police, okay, I love how I went from, we're going to get my daughter away to the police. What are they doing? The Wait, police. we're getting the daughter away from the police? What? No. We went from one sentence, she's planning on getting her daughter, and then the next sentence is like, the police. Oh. The police discover who tried to poison Rachel. Got it. Okay. Another job. Okay. So it was Roxanne, who was Colette's assistant. Roxanne. Sorry, that's a song. Oh, okay. I, okay. So Roxanne did it. So she actually turned herself in. She said she wasn't meant to kill her. She was meant to scare her. So uh, it wasn't even meant to put her in the hospital. It was meant to give her, like, a stomach bug. And then, like, just to kind of scare her. So, in that letter, where it, in that note where it says, a potentially lethal dose, she's like, 
Potentially, because apparently I gave you more than I thought I did. Right. So she reacted way worse than she was meant to react to. It wasn't meant to put her in the hospital at all or to kill her or anything like that. Guys, so, just assume if you're going to poison somebody, it's that gonna they're kill them. going to make them really, really sick, like hospital sick, or kill them. Unless you do it right. And Duly then you noted. can drag it on for years. Duly noted for future references. Right. In case you feel like, not that, well, we're not promoting people, poisoning people now. No, not at all. Nor have I ever thought about it. <laughs> not really, honestly. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So what happened was, Colette's phone, if you remember, when it was left in the phone. With the, it was accidentally right, right. left in the restaurant. It totally recorded that whole conversation about them um, possibly cutting off Carlton's inheritance. Colette was upset because she realized, it's okay, well, maybe <laughs> One of Rachel's, us needs to have some money. Right, and Rachel's <laughs> going to get it then, and that's not okay. And so... Apparently, according to what they're saying, Colette was just upset about it and didn't tell Roxanne to do anything, but Roxanne went from, my master is upset, I must kill. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) That's what she did. She went from, okay, so you don't like this girl? I'm going to kill her. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Well, she didn't plan to kill her, but that's pretty much what happened. She's like, I'm going to poison her. The way you say that, and it has absolutely nothing to do with her, but it makes me think of Wanda Sykes. Is that her name? Wanda Sykes? In Monster in Law. I love that movie. We should watch that movie. Have you seen that movie? No. Guys, Holly has not seen Monster in Law. We have to fix that. Surprise, surprise. Another movie I haven't seen. We're putting it on the list. Okay. The real one. The real one. That we actually keep. <laughs> yes. So, so, Roxanne did this and saying that Colette didn't know about it and she was really just trying to scare Rachel to get rid of her so that she went and get the inheritance on Carlton Wood. Right. Which is wild, but okay, whatever. I cannot imagine, like, going to that levels to do something. For money. Wait, that made no sense. Oh, I didn't even question it. <laughs> I was like, I, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Guys, we spend way too much time with each other. We have our own language now. <laughs> I'm not sure how we understand it, but we do. We do, somehow. We get it. Okay, but hang on, we're doing this. We're almost done. Yeah. Um. So Michael has been reading all of Astrid's emails and thinks that she's cheating. Mm-hmm. So he confronts her about it, and it's messy, and they're fussing, and it scares the shit out of Cassan. He's crying. Because his parents are fighting, and he's... Right, and Michael's getting violent, <gasps> and so he's... So then she realizes, you know what, Michael? Fuck you. I don't want anything to do with you anymore. Yes, Cassan. I am taking Cassan, and I'm walking out this door, and I am never fucking coming back. Yes! Oh, Finally. my God. Be that badass bitch. It's about fucking time. Anyway, 
So, um, that's happy, happy. And then happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy ending happy joy. there, because I think that's the end of their line in this book. Mm-hmm. So, wonderful. Um, Colette apologizes profusely to Rachel, says she swears she didn't know anything. She didn't know this was hap- going to happen. She fires Roxanne. And Rachel's, like, kind of cool about it at first. She's like, you know, it's fine. I'm alive. You know, it's okay. And then, so they're talking, like, they're old friends again. And then Colette's like, so Carlton won't speak to me anymore. And you should ask him to talk to me because I really want to talk to him. And he'll listen to you. And Rachel's like, I can't make him talk to you Colette like he's a grown ass man he can make his own decisions if he doesn't want to talk to you he's not he's not comfortable talking to you right now I can't make him do that and like Colette throws this whole hissy fit like a brat a temper tantrum she's like oh I thought you were my friend you're trying to get back at me because you're not okay with with the whole thing right like you're just secretly really mad at me from everything that happened well fuck you like we're not friends anymore and like it was just just because she wasn't getting her way. Catty, and, catty bitch. And so Rachel ends up calling, like, she just goes off, and she puts her in her place real fast. She's like, you're childish, and you need to grow up. And she just spits some truth at her, and it shuts her up. And later she finds out, because they were in a public restaurant when they had this argument. Uh-huh. And later she finds out that somebody videoed that whole thing, and it goes viral. Like, her putting Colette, Colette in, her in her place. place, yeah. And it, like, went, like... I'm like, damn. Like, how embarrassing. For Colette, not right. for Rachel. No, awesome for Rachel. Right. Because as we know, Rachel's got the balls in the family. Yeah, she does. She knows what's up. She can stand up to all of them badasses. She can take care of her own. She absolutely can. I want Rachel to be my friend. Rachel, ne- yes, she would be a great friend to have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can be each other's Rachels. I was just about to say, I feel like I would be a Rachel for you, but I don't know that I could be a Rachel for me. That's okay, because I can be a Rachel for you. And Mouse can be a Rachel for both of us. See, everyone needs a Rachel. What? We're your She's Rachel. a badass bitch, and you're our Rachel. Okay. Who's okay. <laughs> Mouse's Rachel? <laughs> I feel like that should go on a t-shirt. <laughs> no, I swear I'm not feeling it. Here, drink mine too. No. <laughs> I just wanted to click, click. <laughs> okay, anyway, we're so close. Finish it up. Bring us home, Dolly. I don't know where that came from. Kitty. Kitty. Kidnaps her own daughter. And reveals that she is Colette's dad's girlfriend and tells Karina she doesn't care what anyone thinks. The end. So Fuck! <laughs> that's legit where it ends. Okay, so so breaking it down. So Kitty steals her daughter. Okay. Got that. Kidnaps her. Kidnaps her. While she was napping? <laughs> Maybe. Did you kidnap the napping kid? And she so she puts her on a plane, brings her to China. She's gonna like teacher like you know how to be a child how to be yeah and live a rich life and lavish and live life and the way she does that is she's flying the colette's dad's big plane okay the same one that they took to paris not too long ago well 
Colette's dad is her, her, they're dating. And if you remember, when they were in, uh, are they dating or are they fucking? They're dating because okay. she said that she's his girlfriend and they've been dating for some time. And do you remember when they were in their house for that dinner and the Palace of the 14 Perfections was there? <gasps> Holy mother of God, I didn't even put that together. Yes. Yes. Oh, I know, isn't shit. that wild? Because they breezed over it so quickly. Like, Nick was like, hey, I thought, you know, Kitty bought that. And then, just kidding, something else happens. Wait yeah, Kitty did minute. buy it. Wait a minute, though. And that's why Kitty has all this money. Because he's buying all That is one hell of stuff. an expensive gift to give your married lover. Yes. Isn't the dude supposed to be given the gifts? No, I think he bought it for her. She's been using his money. Because remember, Carlton was running out of money. Oh, that's right. So okay. And everyone was confused as to why Kitty was spending so luxuriously whenever that's Carlton right. was, like, living on an overdraft. That's Carlton, right. not Carlton. <laughs> her man. <laughs> Bernard. Bernard. He's living on, like, overdraft Bernard. money, right? <laughs> so, so everyone was confused as to why she was like, how could she even afford this, like, Art piece. Right. It's because Colette's dad is buying all her shit. Right. And so, and she's on the phone. With, you find all this out because she's on the phone with Karina and she's explaining everything to her. And Karina's like, "Oh my God, you'll never fit in now. Like you're, right. you're everything we worked for. Your reputation's ruined." And and Kitty's she, basically like, "Kitty's this fucking bitch." Kitty's just like, "I don't give a shit what nobody thinks of me, man. I'm living my life." For me, and that's all that fucking matters, and fuck all you bitches, like, I really do like Kitty. She's messy and wild and crazy, but at the end of the day, her personality, she stays true to herself. She does. And she doesn't let anybody change her, and that's, like, honestly, very admirable, but admirable. Admirable. <laughs> anyway, so my biggest question with this book... Yes. Who is the China rich girlfriend? Is it Kitty? I think it's Kitty and Colette. Colette, that's right. She's dating. That makes sense. I didn't even think about Colette. I was yeah. like, Rachel's married. <laughs> <laughs> um, Astrid's married. Who was left? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Colette. Because it was mostly about Kitty. I think it was kind of half and half Kitty and Colette. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, so that is the end. We made it, guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We are actually going to sign off pretty quick tonight because it is late. We are sleepy. I'm sleepy. Sleepy. I'm sleepy, sleepy. But thank you for hanging in with us. Go to our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Booklet Podcast. Um, you can email us, booklitpodcast at gmail.com. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, tell us how much you love us, give us your address so we can send you stickers, and we will be back for a very special Halloween episode later Yay! this month. That's all we're going to say. Be ready. Be prepared. That was my creepy voice. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Good night. Happy reading. Bye. Bye.